And we're back. <laughs> Hello. It's been um god, how long has it been? 3 3 or 4 months now. And uh for those of you who are new to the podcast, I'm Abdullah and you're listening to Hello Governor. It's uh, been a while since I've done one of these episodes, since I've done a podcast episode, but you know what? I figured, you know what? World's gone, world's gone to, gone to shit right now. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. So I figured, what the hell? Yeah. yeah you want to introduce yourself to anyone who's still listening to this after three fucking months hiatus? <laughs> um, yeah, my name's Tom. Hi. That pretty much all I have. Oh, it's the return of Tom, cause you, cause you, uh, we haven't done these in 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 God knows no. how long. It's, so. I think it's been six months almost. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> this is what I happens think... when when you get a job, people. You, yeah. you just it just it it's hard. It gets harder and harder to schedule, uh, meetups. But no, I mean you picked a good time, cause uh, you know fucking Star Wars uh, just released their title. So. Oh God, the Last Jedi. <laughs> Which, which you know, I mean, the the moment I heard that today at work, I'm like, yeah, Luke's gonna fucking die. <laughs> Luke's, yeah, uh, Luke's gonna the die. Memes, the memes of it have been brilliant. It's just like Luke just standing there with his hands up in the air and saying, so let me get this straight. I die. <laughs> and, and also, the um, Extended Universe fans are being outraged by it because apparently it takes a title for one of their novels. Oh, you mean like, what was it, Marvel using Civil War and Age of Ultron for their fucking titles, even yeah. though... <laughs> yeah, almost, yeah, exactly, yeah, because people seem to forget about that. Also, with Spider-Man Homecoming, you know. Uh. Oh, God, yeah. <sighs> Wasn't there a comic called Spider-Man Homecoming that came out a couple of years ago? Yes, there is. Oh, God. Yeah, quite, quite a ago, yeah. Well, at least, I mean, be, yeah. be thankful they didn't call it Revelations, because that's the go-to title for lazy sequel oh. writing. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's like hey we need a sequel title revelations but there nothing but but nothing gets revealed revelations god damn it <laughs> I'm, so I'm having so much fun it's been it's been a while since we've done one yeah. of these. it's been so long I've, yeah i think if it's last gen i think the highest speculation is luke's gonna die um apart from that maybe hmm it's 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 interesting because that's like the only thing i can think of from that title you know well he is gonna die because they kind of i mean i kind of knew what they they were gonna do this eventually because it's like because spoiler alert if you haven't seen the fucking force awakens you know sorry if i'm spoiling a two-year-old fucking movie for you but you know you should know by listening to the show that we don't we don't uh we don't uh, cover non-spoiler shit, so so yeah. you know, just a heads up. Um, I kind of knew that they were gonna go into this direction after they killed Han off in Force Awakens, because I kind of figured, yeah. okay, if you're gonna do that, then it's pr- it's pretty obvious you're going, you're pretty much um, killing off the old cast and replacing them with the new cast. Yeah, I think what's gonna happen? They're gonna kill Luke off, but he's gonna come back as as a Force ghost in the final final film. Yeah, he's probably just gonna show up as a, as a fucking cameo. Which, I, I'm I'm sorry, I kind of was disappointed that Mark Hamill was just a basically a, gl- a glorified cameo in Force Awakens. Because I'm like, really? That's that's uh, I I sat through two fucking hours of this shit, and it's and, and 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 because here's the problem with Force Awakens, like the entire plot of that movie is like we gotta find Luke Skywalker. He disappeared. No one knows what happens to him, and then she finds him on a fucking castle in Ireland. But- but dude, he has the best line ever in that film. <laughs> Which is nothing. <laughs> best line. I I actually wanted him to say, "So, did you get my power converters? I've been waiting like sixty fucking years for those power converters. <laughs> Never <Ooh>. got them." <laughs> <laughs> he just stayed there. Like, bought the power converters. Oh no, he bought the Millennium Falcon. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, your, your, your spaceship being fixed all this time. There was nothing wrong with it. Wait, what? <laughs> and and what's weird is like, what's weird is like the flashback shows him. He has this like really cool robot arm that's really looks really badass. But then you see him and it's and it's <laughs> and it's made of wood in in the current in the current timeline. I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened? So Luke literally became a hobo. So hobo Luke. 
It reminds me of that Futurama episode where Bender gets made becomes made of wood and then Leela oh. and then he just and then he shows up and Leela goes, Oh great, he's made of wood. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh man. It's just I, I mean I didn't like Force Awakens, I'm sorry. I think I I, I, I just I mean, it's not a, the worst Star Wars movie I've I've seen. I think it hands down the worst Star Wars movie is still fucking Clone. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. That's the worst one out of all I of them. And that's... and um, but honestly, I was really disappointed with it. I really was just disappointed because I I really wanted to like this. I gave J.J. Abrams the benefit of the doubt, but I I when I saw it, I'm like, God, this is just not very good. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're very mixed reviews on that one. Some people like it, some people don't. Um, like, I don't mind the film, but my one of my mates, he downright hate hates Force Awakens. He he said he says all the time he thinks it's the worst Star Wars film in his opinion. You know, that's that's his opinion. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I mean, and I, I, I know I did not see Rogue One because <clears throat> fuck that noise. I'm sorry. No, no, Rogue, no. Rogue One was all right, but again, it had its problems. Because uh, I heard a lot of people say, you know, there's no reason to fucking care about any of the characters in that movie. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Um, Rogue One, it's... When, when you look at the big picture of it, the characters are actually... They're... They're just not interesting. Because they were designed by committee. The moment they, they showed that, that photo of them, I said, this is a movie designed by committee. Yeah. And when I when I mean that when I when I say that I mean they just came up with the character ideas first, and then just said you know fuck the backstories and all that other shit, just just have them do something cool. Yeah, because they were like, okay, we need a droid character, we need a black guy, we need an Asian guy, we need a guy who who is not Middle Eastern or Hispanic, but is kind of both, because we, we want to, you know, reach those tem- demographics. So, you know, get us a brown guy and get us a lead female character, and that was it. I, mean, it, I will admit, one thing I will admit about Rogue One, it's a beautiful shot film. It is really nicely shot. And the use of CGI and practical effects was good. And the third act with the, with the big space fight and fighting on the planet to get the plan for the Death Star, really good. And Darth Vader at the end, bloody brilliant. Um, the only CGI that I thought was uncomfortable, which I didn't like, was um, was Peter Cushion. Ah, oh, the Cushman <laughs> making yeah. his return from the dead. <laughs> Over twenty years worth of being dead, he's finally back on screen. Wait, what? <laughs> It's like, cause, cause I, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't mind see, you know, doing stuff like that, but it's, it's some, the guy's been dead for, what was it? 20 fucking years now. And it just, it just comes off as disrespectful. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you look at the history of Star Wars. I mean, he said he loved doing the movie despite, you know, his health problems at the time and the fact that he just did not like the the boots. So he said, okay, I'm doing this, but you have to shoot me. You have to shoot every shot of me from the waist up because I am not going to be wearing the full outfit. So that's why you never see him, you know, you never see his full body. You just see him from the waist up, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, and, and he said, like, you know, I remember uh, reading up on this. He said he, he said that he wanted to come back to do the sequels, but um, because of his health problems at the time, he just uh, he just uh, couldn't do it. So that sucks. Yeah. So and, and to see them, I understand that Tarkin is an important character to the lore, but you could have done it in a much more respectable way. Well, I mean, that's one way they could have done it, which I thought they were going to do it, but they went before GDI. You know when the main bad guy walks into the room, you see Peter Cushion there, and you only see a reflection through through the mirror, and you don't see his face. You just see from behind the back of him. Yeah. They could have just done that. That's mm-hmm. it. And then just have, just have someone do a voiceover. That's it. I mean, they got a guy who does a really good Peter Cushing impression oh, on, 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 on Rebels. Why don't, they, why don't they just get him to do some of the ADR work for that? I don't know. Like it just it just kind of bothers my mind because because with with rebels like they kind of you know it's it's CGI animation so you know they could have just get got anyone to do a Peter Cushing impression so it really didn't matter but like in live action it kind of 
Ooh boy, it kind of it com- it comes off as really uncanny valley is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I will say this: I prefer Rogue One over Force Awakens um, as a film. But going back to to the whole Last Jedi thing, I hope for the Last Jedi they don't rehash one of their previous films. You know, because Force Awakens was just New Hope, but just retold. Yeah, I said this, I'm like, did I just, because when I walked out of that theater, I said, the first thing I said is like, did I just pay fucking money to see a remake of A New Hope? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I just, I just hope it's better than that. I mean, it's not, it's not the worst Star Wars movie, but it's not very good. It really isn't. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there was just so much hype. I mean, look, I knew it couldn't live up to the massive fucking hype. I knew that it couldn't, but I expected something original, for God's sakes. I didn't just want fucking New Hope again. You know, if I wanted a New Hope, I would just watch a New Hope. There there you go. I mean, The Force Awakens, the one general thing I can say I hated about it, apart from the rehash plot, was, was the villains. They were just so bad. Oh, you mean fucking Tommy was so as a Sith Lord? <laughs> yeah, Tommy was so as a Sith Lord. Um, Crybaby, Crybaby wrecks everything. And, oh, look at me, I'm Boba Fett 2.0. I actually feel sorry for that woman. Yeah, she she must have she must have like imagine getting in in costume and and going through all that shit just to imagine how oh. hot it gets in those fucking costumes. Like with the, the full gets, with the full armor and shit. Yeah, you should get shoved into a trash compactor. I'm like, what the actual fuck? You and know? it's like, oh, so let me get this straight. Everyone else dies, but she survives. Okay, yeah. okay. You know, I, I I don't understand, but I mean, look. Uh, can I just go in a real quick tangent here? Um, go for it. My my problem with with her scene when she gets shoved into the trash compactor is like. You're supposed to be rooting for Finn in that scene because it's like, hey, you know, he's finally getting one up on his terrible boss. But the problem is we don't see his boss being terrible to him or the other stormtroopers for us to give a shit. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you want if you want the the, the villain to, to have their, you know, to, to, to get their comeuppance, you kind of need to to make us to show us that these guys are bad in a way that makes us hate them in a lovable way you know i'm just saying you know i'm i'm just i'm just saying yeah, cuz yeah. it's like imagine like in the end of batman if 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 uh batman 1989 was the same movie but you didn't see any of the joker until the fucking final f- final act of that movie would you have given a shit about anything he would he would have done no you wouldn't have no no so it's kind of like you have this, you go through all this effort to create this new villain, villainous character, and you have them do fuck all. And look, look, yeah. Abrams, I get it, I get it, I get it. They're space Nazis. Stop, shut, stop hammering it in. Okay, I get it. I fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everyone everyone got it by by the time the prequels were done. With it's like, yeah, we get it. They're Nazis. Yeah, it's like, and it's kind of weird because um, you listen to the commentary for the prequels, he'll. Uh, Lucas said that his main inspiration for the Empire wasn't really Nazis, but it was Caesar. Um, and Palpatine was the character based on Caesar. And I kind of like, yeah, yeah. I kind of, that's really interesting that that actually works a lot better than, oh, they're just space Nazis. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. How it goes, you know? And when you think think about the context of it, Caesar got stabbed in the back. Who stabbed him in the back? Oh, wait, it's Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, I think is a lot more fascinating than oh they're just space Nazis because Nazis because that's the thing Nazis are just like the go-to bad guys for everything these days. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will kind of agree with that. But but no, I mean, I might give this a chance. I mean, I'm I'm not really looking forward to Last Jedi, but I'm like yeah, whatever. You know, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be something to watch, I guess. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> And speaking of something to watch, can we just talk about the uh, let's transition to the Power Rangers trailer because this is oh wow um <laughs> this this has been mixed. <laughs> I, I I just want to make this clear: the first trailer awful. First oh, trailer God. was god awful. 
Second trailer, loved it. Second loved trailer it. was so much better. I, I was just thinking to myself, why could you not make this the first trailer? I know. Why? The first one was a complete garbage. It's like, and also when you watch the second one compared to the first one, complete tonal shift. I know. <laughs> what on earth? The second one actually feels like a Power Rangers movie. I'm like, huh? No, it's not taking itself too seriously. It's making fun of itself. I I swear to God, it. it I hope it doesn't have the same problem as Suicide Squad. You know. When the first trailer of Suicide Squad came out, it was like really dark and bleak, and then as time went on, it went more and more brighter. I hope God that's not the case, you know? I, I God, I hope not, but honestly, I really like it. I, I mean, this this looks really good, because yeah. I, I, mean, I understand why people are pissed off, because, you know, my nostalgia, and no, oh, this is not like my childhood. I'm like, and to that I say, fuck you, go eat shit, because this is yeah. not, because this is not... This is not any. This is not based on any other continuity. They're just taking the ideas from Mighty Morphin and giving it their own spin on it. Yeah, I mean, it's like Sordon. Um, instead of being a guy in the tube, it's like a wall, and you know that's an interesting concept. You know, I I like I like the Zords. I like everything about this because I like the fact that it feels alien. You know. Oh yeah. I like the fact that Alpha looks like something. That's that's an alien. That's completely alien to me as as a human, but it'll probably yeah. make sense to Zordon. I don't personally I don't like Alpha's design, but again It's much yeah. better in motion. It's a lot better in yeah, motion. Yeah, it than, is. Than it when is. when I first saw it, it was a because the thing was I went to London Comic Con back in the summer, no winter last year, and they had the toys there on reveal, uh, in cases before they actually revealed it. And when I saw the toys, I went, oh my god, this looks like garbage. <laughs> you know? Everyone saw, everyone thought that because yeah. because the, the toys just look like complete shit. And I'm like, god, I hope this is this, that they look better in the movie than they do in, 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 on, in plastic. And and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I, when I first saw the first trailer, I was pissed. I was like, oh god, they're trying too hard. Because you know what I thought of when I first saw that the first trailer? Yeah. I, I thought of fucking Fantastic Four from 2015. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't be another Fantastic Four. Please don't be another Fantastic Four. Please. Yeah, my only gripe with it when I saw when we, when I saw it after watching it, I went, this just feels way too much like trans- getting the Transformers treatment. I don't mind that. Yeah, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind it. I just hope it doesn't go too far in that direction as the Transformers films did, you know? I'm just, I'm just, this- I'm, I'm just worried that they don't pull a Max Steel. God, please don't, pull, don't be a Max Steel. Please. I still haven't seen that Max Steel film, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> don't. It's, it's... Max Steel doesn't show up until like forty fucking minutes in. So. Wow. <laughs> and the rest of the movie is just Spider Man. It's it's basically fucking Spider Man. Wow. It's it's bad. It's it's terrible, yeah. dude. Don't don't um, watch it. Don't watch yeah. it. I, I will admit the one line I did like in it, which was good, did get me crack up laughing with the trailer, was the bit when the um when they go into the water and they start glowing and the and the Asian guy say, "Hey, I'm black," and then the black guy was like, "No, you're not. Yes, I am." Yeah, I thought that was really funny. I thought, 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 thought that, okay, that's a, they, they addressed it, at least. Like, they made a joke out of it, because the whole, you know, because in the original show, um, well, if you more likely have seen it, they cast the Asian girl as Yellow Ranger, and they cast the black guy as the Black Ranger, you know? So they made a joke about that. So I was like, okay, fine, you know? Even though it was basically... <clears throat> They they didn't the the actors didn't really mind that it was just it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, apparently the producers and the creators of the show didn't realize what they did after a few weeks worth of filming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which is which is like mind boggling and really funny at the same time. Because because originally the the uh, the guy who played Zach originally auditioned for the Blue Ranger, but he, yeah. he but he got but they said okay we got a we got a Blue Ranger. We'll just make you the Black Ranger, and he's like, okay. He did, yeah. and he and he didn't think any of didn't he didn't oh. think anything of it. He's like, oh, okay, you know, as long as I'm the sh- um I'm on the show, that's all that matters. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's all cool. 
<laughs> and they didn't leave because of the racism. They left due due to pay to due to pay disputes. Pay issues. Yeah, yeah. That that's, that that had that did came out. What was it like a year ago? Or something like that was over pay disputes. You know. Yeah, so that's why most of the most of the cast got recast. I think the only two people who stayed were, I think, Jason and Tommy, if I'm not mistaken. Jason, no, Jason left. Um, Jason left. Um, the only by the end of the Mighty Morphin era, the only original actors that were there were Billy, the guy who played Billy, David Yates, and the guy who played um, Tommy, um, J- um, Jason Frank. Yeah, sorry. So uh, Tommy and Billy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was the only two that were were from the original cast actually stayed on at the end of Mighty Morphin. And another bit of fu- funny M- Mighty Morphin tri- trivia for you is that is the fact that Billy um he he wasn't a fan of the the fact that his role was getting reduced. So, yeah. <laughs> so um so the writers would have to come up so so he would have to come so he he would go up to the writers I think and, and come up with really ridiculous ways to keep to keep him on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of sad when you actually do because there's an interview with him came out in 2010 about oh God, that's why he left the show. It's kind of sad. I've I've actually met David Gates. He's a nice guy. I'm I'm just glad that none of the cast members um were did harassed him over over no. his uh, homosexuality. Well, I mean, from from what I've seen from social media and whatnot, he he's got he got good he got um good um relationships with, with with the cast member he's worked with work with you know so yeah there you go i i just i just think it's really funny that his his role was getting like you know he was getting shoved into the sidelines and he was the only one who didn't leave so the writers are like ah god what did we do with him <laughs> yeah I, I like the fact that when they did um, when they did keep him on for like um co and stuff like that and um they made it more the what's it brains of the operation like the tech technological guy you know and by then and, they, and by then i th- I didn't think the producers were that harsh to him as as, as harsh as the original producers were then that was yeah. a, i think that was a different show yeah but but apparently apparently they still harassed him about his sexuality and apparently he did walk off on set and just didn't came back and i don't blame him yeah yeah um but getting back to the actual Power Ranger movie trailer, um, obviously it's pretty much confirmed Rita is is got got the Green Ranger powers. That's obvious because there is a shot of her with, without without the green clothing on in in the film trailer. Yeah, it's it, only one it, shot. It's obvious she's the Green Ranger in this continuity. Yeah, and Goldar is a giant golden statue monster. I don't mind that. that. I actually don't mind that. Yeah, and. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with it. I just hope the film's not like terrible, terrible. But I'm not expecting like a masterpiece either. I I don't think it's as it's as bad as people make it out to be. I mean, it's like if you want really terrible Power Rangers, go watch Power Rangers Samurai and then come back and talk to me about this being terrible. <laughs> mm. Ouch! Yeah, that was not. And yeah. and, and I'm sorry to to everyone who's saying like, oh, the effects look dated. Are are you shitting me? Have you have you actually yeah. seen the effects in Turbo, the Turbo movie, and the effects in in uh, in, the, in, in the original Power, Mighty Morphin movie? They look like shit. Well, I mean, because when I went to Comic Con and I interviewed the two actors who played Bulk and Skull, right? Even they, when I interviewed, were taking the piss out of out of the actual movie special effects in CGI. Because originally, and if you want more interesting stuff, go look up any of the behind-the-scenes stuff of the original movie. Because originally, all the producers and directors and writers, they had no idea what the show was. And they were just they just came in to do a job. And, and, and at some point, someone came up with the stupid idea of, I don't like the visors, get rid of the visors in the helmets. And then someone had to come along and say, no, you need to keep them. <laughs> And and there is if you look if you dig up you know if you go to Google and Google up like behind the scenes stuff you will see a photo of the original cast wearing helmets without the fucking visors. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm kind of like, man, that's terrible. It's like because they didn't have a creative consultant who, from yeah. the show on on the movie because it was totally new people. They did they had no idea what the fuck they were doing, and they were like, okay, whatever, we don't care. And it was that, annoying and, in that film. And, yeah. and what's and what's worse is like you look at 
you look at um the TV show and you compare it to the to the, to the movie. Yeah. Lord Zed looks like shit in the movie. <laughs> he does. They redesigned him and didn't, didn't like his redesign. It's like you had a design that was fucking perfect and you just Cuz here's the thing about cuz here's the thing about Lord Zed. He's actually an original character created by the American production. He was not from any Sentai footage. Yeah. The, the suit, the voice, that was all created by the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers team. So to see all their hard work be turned into shit, yeah, just it was just heartbreaking. Even as a kid, be, you, you you saw that. I'm like, that's not Lord Zed. That's not Lord Zed. Yeah. Well, him and Rita get shafted, but I will, will admit, Ivan was probably the only good thing in that film. He was the only one whose effects didn't suck because the the practical makeup they used on him looked really cool. Oh god, yeah, and also the guy that got to play him as well. He was he, he was chewing the scenery, but my god, he chewed the scenery in a good way, you know. God, I want to meet that guy. <laughs> is is there I, a way I, to get is is there a way to get him for one of the Power Rangers conventions? Because goddamn, he should be there. <laughs> I met him once um, at one of the UK Comic Cons. He was down here. He was and like on the banner, he said, "Oh, played Ivan Ooze," and he also was in Hot Fuzz as well. Yeah, I remember that. He was the priest in Hot Fuzz, which is just so weird. Yeah. He says, fuck off, Grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought, oh my god, that's brilliant. It it was... He he, he, play, he played the pre, priest in Hot Fuzz, and I think the bad guy from TMNT 3 is also in that movie. Oh god. <laughs> which, oh, which, god. which makes me wonder, because... Which makes me wonder: Do do Nick Frost and and Simon Pegg get stoned off their minds and watch kids' cartoons and say, you know, let's get the the villain from this bad guy, let's get this bad guy to be in, in be in our movie, because <laughs> that's what well, it feels it, like. Well, again, the whole script for Paul was actually the whole concept of that was came up when they were filming Shaun of the Dead, and there was a sequence with it the film outside, but they couldn't film outside because it was raining, so they were stuck inside the house and. They were just. They went. The first thing for Paul was, you know, what would be really cool. What the film something in the desert. <laughs> Seriously, that is the original concept for Paul when they were stuck inside on a rainy day when they were meant to be filming Sean, um, Sean the Dead. <laughs> it's 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 just it's just kind of weird, but you know what? I'm 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 going I'm going back to Power Rangers real quick. I'm going into this with an open mind. I like what I've seen so far. I hope it. I hope the move, the final movie, keeps the tone of the the second trailer. And if it does, then I'm. It's going to be good. If it doesn't, then, oh boy. I mean, I I pretty much got the same thought, uh, the same thoughts of what 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 you're voicing. Um, my only thing is that if it can be like, could, could you know the second turtle film, live action turtle film they've done recently, right? Oh, the I second, love that movie so yeah, much. If, if it's in like that sort of tone, in that sort of vein of that sort of second film, if it can get that or better than that, I'd be happy with it. Like that, that's kind of the thing, because yeah. it's like you meet a lot of people and they, they dislike the first uh, 2014 movie. Yeah. But I have yet to see someone dislike the second movie. I have oh. yet to. What I mean, the second one, you you can say, oh, it wasn't a good film, but you cannot deny, my God, they put, they they did their research and put like stuff in there that fans wanted to see, you know, and what 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 people who grew up to a turtle wanted to see, and people can always say with the second film, but not with the first one, the second one was fun, you know. And this is coming from someone who actually liked the first. 2014 yeah. movie so there you go there you go so yeah and moving um, on to Saturn news apparently um i did not know this but you just told me this on the pre-show that uh apparently um uh sonic art so the sonic archie comics are in a bit of hot water right now yeah um what i mean this was first this being reported on a multiple sonic fan website and also in a couple news places like not it's not major news but again um it's likely it's going to get cancelled because if you look in the history of comic books on um, like when it comes to subscriptions to a comic book if you want to make a subscription fee directly with the com comic company of a subscription fee with that comic and then suddenly out of nowhere you get this whole message thing saying that oh no sorry you can't make the subscription we're no longer taking more subscription 
or it's temporarily offline, you mean it normally indicates that the comic is not selling well at the moment, and it means that they are considering of cancelling the book. Which is a shame, because it's, it's the only thing that's remaining from the Sad AM cartoon. Yeah. I mean, you, well, look, it, you look at that, I mean, you look at... Because originally it was just a, a tie-in comic... But it somehow yeah. it survived the cancellation of the cartoon that was supposed to be a tie-in to. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it. I mean, it's it's been going for over twenty-four years of this comic uh, of this run. This comic's been going for twenty-four years, and for a video game comic, that's a big deal. Or for an adaptation thing from another media into a comic, that's huge. That's a really big deal. I mean, you know? Mar- Mario didn't do this. You know, no. Mario comics, you know, they didn't last very long, but Sonic's still here. It's amazing to, to think that they're yeah. still doing Sonic comics with, you know, to this day. I mean, sure, they had to reboot it because of the whole Pender situation, but, um, you know... It, it's it's insane to think that they're still doing it, you know? Yeah, well, the thing is that basically there has been some update about it since they first published the news. But um, one of the things is that um, they're saying that it, they spoke to some reps of the subscription. They said it was temporary offline. Whether or not this is the case or not is yet to be seen. Like, no official announcement has been made on the matter so they're just not accepting subscription feeds at the moment and apparently they said they're offline temporarily maybe maybe not we don't know and if this is the case if the likelihood that this is going to be sonic final Fantasy, um sonic the hedgehog issue 2019 will be the final issue will be the last issue of the main comic and sonic universe 94 would likely be the last issue of the sister publish publication of that comic and that's and that's bad because because unlike marvel and dc archie operates on a subscription service they're kind of like magazine they're kind of like a magazine that's that's how they kind of survive because they're not a comic company they're a magazine company so go to their website they actually do advertise it like that (laughs) so that that's how they operate so it's not like marvel or dc where you know they they have to rely on comic sales and and you know fuck the subscriptions archie needs subscriptions to live because they don't release these comics every month like um like like marvel and dc yeah well that's that's the problem that i think that has been with archie ever since the reboot the reboot was done okay but it ticked off a lot of fans and it was never re-able to find its footing a hundred percent once since the reboot because it's a difficult sell because you on one hand you can't really pitch this to a new audience because they have to have been at least mildly because Cause here's the thing, it's like they don't ex. They, it, it doesn't. It when I say reboot, they just reboot some. They just reboot the characters' backstories and designs. They didn't really reboot the entire fucking plot of the the thing, you know. The way the, the way they did it, from what I can remember, from the the Genesis way, uh, when when they then after Genesis, the first arc countdown to whatever the the first arc they did after Genesis wave, um, what happened was. Sonic came through after Worlds 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 Collide. He comes into the new world. He regains his memories of the previous continuity, and then he gives it to the core cool team members. That's him, Tails, Amy, and then the rest of the Freedom Fighters from the Archie from the Archie show, um, from from the Saturday M show. All get their memories back, right? And they get all the memories from the previous continuity, but they say a new continuity with new new history, new backstory, new redesigns and new stuff that you have to try to catch everyone up. The the annoying thing is that there is history in that universe, but we haven't seen any of that history. So so that's and and that's my biggest criticism of the reboot. It's like (laughs) I'm all for as a writer, I am all for giving readers a good jumping off point. Yeah. But the problem is you did not give them a good jumping off point. No, you dropped them in the middle of everything's going on. It's like um how the new fifty two started. Like they're saying, okay this everything rebooted, but certain things got history to it already. And you're like, okay, where does this take place in the timeline? Especially with Batman. It's like, oh yeah, Batman's already been pre-establishing for five years. So I'm like, okay, so you're telling me he's been through Dick Grayson as a Robin, um, Jason Todd as a Robin, um, Tim Drake as a Robin, and now Damien as a Robin. So you're telling me in five years he's been through through, through four Robins. I, I think the only three things that did, the only three things that did not change in New Fifty Two were Green Lantern, uh, Batman, and Batwoman. 
Those are the yeah. only three things that did not change. Cause, cause with Green Lantern, I was like, if they change, cause, cause Jeff Johns came in and helped make that fucking book worth something, and he established an entire goddamn universe full of laws and all this other shit. So if yeah. they were gonna reboot all that, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> well, doesn't I mean I'm curious to see where they're gonna go with the whole Arch with Archie doing the Sonic comic because. They have cancelled, was it, like, over a year ago now, over a year or two years now, since they have cancelled the Mega Man book. Which is just heartbreaking, because everyone wanted yeah. wanted a good Mega Man alternative, but, you know. Oh. <laughs> it really, really is annoying as well, then, with that Mega Man. I read the main Mega Man comic book, as well as the Sonic comic, and it's really, really annoying. I'm not a Mega Man fan, but I will say this. My God, that comic was good really good and then they ruined it with the x crossover oh the, the, the thing the thing that i think the thing that really killed it and i think it i think it has a knocked on effect with the sonic thing is that archie i said this multiple times in this podcast and, and other places as well archie cannot do crossovers they are so bad at doing it because okay right for anyone listening to this i'm going to tell you how marvel and dc do their crossover compare it to Archie right when let's say for instance Civil War 2 for instance when they have a major event they publish it in one comic Civil War 2 they call it Civil War 2 and then all the other comics under their line that tie into this event um, all continue on with their storyline but it has to tie in Civil War so they continue on with their storyline so you don't alter those books what Archie does on the other hand what they did, which boggles my mind, they did this. Um, every single so issue, they have the crossover in like a Sonic comic, then it goes to a Mega Man comic, and then it goes to a Sonic Universe comic. So three parts in three different comic book series and lineups. You tell me that that's not angry and frustrating and hard to follow. You know, that's that's a nightmare. I know, and it's 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 not it, it's not as simple as you know. I'll just read the event and then you know read the cro- and 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 read the crossover the yeah. the tie-ins if I want to read the tie-ins. No, you gotta read every single fucking um, Archie comic because that's their crossover. There is no one book for the crossover. Oh, yeah, they're, they're spanning them all once. So the first part might be in Sonic the Hedgehog, second part of the crossover will be Mega Man, and then the third part of the crossover will be in Sonic Universe. And it's like, holy shit, I need to keep track of all these different comic books for this congestion of this one crossover. I know, and, I, it's, and, the, and, that, and, and that's the fastest way to lose readers. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is. And I think that will kill the Mega Man thing because they're not like was it like two years after that um, they did um, World Collide they did um, World United and oh my god that storyline was terrible within itself. Uh, what was it? It's like it's like okay, how do we start off this major crossover? I know by making it by making the first thing be be the Boom comic, and no yeah. one liked the Boom comic. Uh, it's I like did a review on the Boom comic, it, and I was like. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's it's like so. You're telling me out of all the characters in the Boom continuity, you chose Sticks as the as the authors as 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 your main go-to character to represent that universe. Really, yeah. it's the only original character from that universe. It's like we could have just had Sonic and Sonic team up. That would have been cool, you know. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that's that's a good idea, and that would that would actually that would actually make people like boom sonic if if you know if if we had you know regular sonic give his blessing nah yeah. you know fuck that noise but let's no, just they're... let's just have sticks comedy chimp and the beaver yeah pretty much how it goes sticks and two side characters yep <laughs> and, was... and, and, and and the rest of the Mega Man cast all are well-known robot masters and shit but not the Boom cast. No. 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 And, and and you wonder why the Boom comic got cancelled. I mean, it, it's sad to think when the Sonic X comic lasts longer. Oh god, I remember the Sonic X comic. That's That thing lasted longer than the actual TV show. 
Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. And it's like, Christ. And, that, and that's saying something. I think the only thing I did like about Sonic X comic was um, the Luchador Robotnik, and that was about it. It's like, so you're telling me that you're you're making a, a comic based on based on an anime that's not a manga. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> well, it's not the first time they did that. I know Dark Horse did an adaptation of Digimon back in the day. Oh god, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it's that's not uncommon. It, well, it's rare, but it has happened before. <laughs> well, but but then again, you know, Sega owns everything Sonic, so they're like, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Publishers make this make us money, <laughs> pretty much. But, I, I mean, uh, I don't want to see the comic go away because I think it just is. You know, to me personally, it just has hit a a stump ever since the reboot. It really has. And instead of giving them time to dig themselves out of this little stump, it's just... They haven't had that much time, to be honest. And it just... It, it just... I don't know. It, it just has... It just dug itself in a, in a hole and it just hasn't recovered from it, unfortunately. You know? Because, again, Pe- what was it? Penders fucked them over bad. He really did, because I remember Ian Flynn had this entire idea focusing on the echidnas and 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 the mobius 25 years later storyline there was this there was this big fucking idea for this crossover and this entire beef between the egg legion and the dark egg legion and this entire build up to something that we will never fucking see the only way i just said this to people right now you do want to see that continuation i know penders for years and i know it's probably not going to come out but it might because for those that don't know penders got the rights back to his characters from from the archie summit comics no idea how he pulled that off but he got his own character back. And I know he's trying to make his own comic book so continuing on that storyline with those exact same characters, but change the race of the character and call him something else. And and, and it's weird because it's like, so he, you guys still own the rights to Sonic, but you don't own the rights to Scourge, who is basically an evil Sonic. Yeah, they don't own the rights to Scourge. They don't own the rights to um, Julie. They don't own the rights to the Dark Egg Legion. They don't own the rights to... Um, E-Jack, they don't own the line to Dr. Phineas. Oh my god, it is a headache. I know, it's like, but they, but these are just Sonic characters, you know, couldn't you just make an, an you know, characters that are just like those, but not really? Nope, nope. okay. <laughs> I mean, they pretty much replaced Linda with, uh, the egg, uh, the egg general, so... <sighs> Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, how it goes, man. How it goes, unfortunately. Oh, no, it's a shame, because it's like, uh, you know, we'll never know what Snively's master plan is, because they've been building up to that bullshit for how many issues now? <laughs> and also, they have only, was it, they brought Ignis Norgus back as well, so they got that going on at the moment in Sonic Universe, and once that finishes in Sonic Universe, he's going to appear up in the main comic at some point. <laughs> Oh good luck. I'm, I'm I am i do not want I don't want to see this comic go. I think it's I think it has potential to be good, but they've just hit a slump and Sega is not is not helping. Oh. They really are not. I mean the writer um Ian Flynn, he's he's a good writer. He he knows that Sonic continuity, he knows the game, he knows the character inside out. He can write really really well, but I think it's just I I think ever since ever since the reboot it has put put people off and also ever since those two crossovers it has hurt sales, and unfortunately, it hurt Mega Man first, and I think it's that effect is finally catching up to Sonic. Because especially with Mega Man, they kind of needed that to sell really well, because Capcom are a fickle bunch. Yeah, Capcom were like, oh, we will let you continue making comic, but it has to sell ridiculously well. Oh, you know, it just missed a few sales numbers, sorry. We want the rights back. <sighs> I, I just... I don't even know anymore, dude. Like, I, I think it's sad to see this go. I think it really is. Because especially, like, a couple of years ago when... I know a lot of people don't like this storyline with, you know, Je- Jeffrey St. John turning traitor and all that. But I kind of liked it because Excess Nogus was the villain of that story. And for yeah. everyone who grew up with Sad AM, who knows yeah. the history of the third season, yeah. knows that Nogus was the villain for that season and to me 
That was as close as we were going to get to season three of Sad AM. I'm sorry, but it was. Yeah. If the comic is going to end, I think they should just wrap up that storyline with Norgus in the current comic and with with Eggman and, you know, don't leave it on a cliffhanger. For the love of God, do not leave it on a cliffhanger. Oh, you mean like TMNT's idea? Uh, what was it? TMNT's image comics run? <laughs> oh, God, that only lasted for, was it like 50 issues? Yeah. And the to 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 the and it didn't help when the rights were sold to Nickelodeon and they had to 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 compromise uh, and said okay you can continue the Image comic series but it has to be a web comic and the characters have to not resemble the characters from from this from the comic. Wow, that's that that's like just completely nerfed them. Yeah, I know, but they did, but they did release two issues to complete the storyline, and there you go. I mean, it's it's better than nothing, I guess. Fair play, fair play. Which is which is a shame because uh, IDW, the current owners of the TMNT license, don't seem to be interested in releasing anything other than the classic Mirage run, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've been reading the, I read the first Turtles crossover they did, and I'm currently reading the second one they're doing at the moment, based on the cartoon, on the two cartoon shows, the Batman cartoon animated show and the current Teenage Mutant Turtle run. That's interesting. <laughs> but but I mean, like from from a collector standpoint, who wants to read the classic stories, and all we get yeah. is like re-releases of the Mirage era comics, and 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 especially yeah. even even the Archie comics, they 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 have to republish those at some point as well. I know, but the, those are the one set of comics everyone's been crying out for because apparently they're not that bad. The Archie I mean, ones. I mean, they start they started out as like just adaptations of the cartoon, but then towards the you know towards the Towards the half of it, they started doing their own thing, and it became really, really good. Yeah, apparently they went through different dimensions and fought different monsters that actually were based on the toys, the current toys at the time. Yeah, so it was it was really so, interesting. So I don't know if if that 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 series will ever see the light of day again, which sucks. Yeah, well, I think it's down to um, whatever. If Nickelodeon can do a deal with IDW, and then IDW can do a deal with Archie for those. Because it's, it's it's weird comic book rights it's it's really weird weird oh trust me if you don't want to see and mine a headache when it comes to comic book rights just look up the rom space night the rom space oh night. that was oh, a nightmare space. for idw to get the rights for that yeah look those up those are the biggest headache of rights i can think of that they're probably something much worse than that but that's that's uh, two examples funny. come to mind rom space night and, Mar- and alan moore's miracle man slash marvel man oh good oh christ yeah miracle Wait, which which th- which thankfully you can still get the original miracle Miracle Man in in prints that were released by Marvel, but you can't get the original ROM series, yeah. and that original series will never see the light of day ever. Yeah, that ROM series was good. No, seriously, that ROM series was actually quite good. <laughs> Especially weird for a, for a comic that was only made to sell a fucking toy. That was really terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean the comic outlasts the toy. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I remember the only thing I know from Rom is the robot chicken sketch where he fights his greatest nemesis, Jim, the guy with the really big magnet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's the only thing I know of Rom. It's a good comic. It's actually quite good. It's good. It does have the problem is with Rom the Space Knight as well. A lot of his, a lot of his mythology and crossovers in that comic. He teams up with the Fantastic Four and the X-Men a lot. Oh, so that's, boy. That's another headache to have to deal with. It's an article Marvel's like, well, we're not, we're not promoting Fantastic Four at the moment. Or we're not, we're kind of bearing X-Men, depending on what day of the week we feel like. But, you know. No, I mean, they got a whole Inhumans versus X-Men comic coming up, which, you know, is just going to be a way for them to erase the mutants out of the current timeline and replace them with Inhumans. You know you that's what's going to happen. Have you ever heard that song? There's that song that shouts out that lyrics. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> that's pretty much, I feel like, what Marvel doing to X-Men at the moment. Uh, no, no. Well, that's, that's comics for you. Anything else on, on your mind before we wrap up? No, that's it. That's all I got. I mean, honestly, I hope that they don't cancel Sonic, Archie, and... If it, if it does, I hope someone else picks up the rights. I just hope someone else uh, yeah. throws, throws, Son, throws Sega a bone. And 
And let's be honest, if 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 it does get canceled, you know Sega's gonna look for someone else to 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 publish their shit. They're gonna either get someone to publish it or just reboot it from scratch. Yeah, so that's pretty much what's gonna happen. So that's because because Sega really doesn't give a shit about anything about their fucking games right now. So no, it's very well. Again, I'm I'm looking forward to Sonic Mania. That's one thing that. They look like they put a lot of work in, but again, the guy who's putting all the work in is Chris Whitehead and his team. <laughs> like that's that's all I say about Sega. It's like if you if you want to give them credit, don't, because it's usually credit that is unearned. They normally get someone else to, to make the good games that actually were good. Like I know Mick, the remake of Mickey, the Mickey Mouse game they made years and years ago. Because you remember the Mickey Mouse game they gave called like Magical Castle, Enchant, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember they released that in 2010. Yeah, and when they did re-release it, their Australian branch made it, and immediately after they finished that game, they shut down the Australian branch. <laughs> Any Sonic game that's not made by so- but that's uh, not made by Sonic Team or Big Red Button is good, is decent at least. Well, I mean, that's, that's the reason why I got Chris Whitehead to make Sonic Mania. <laughs> because he he studied studied the in and out of the classic games. So he, re, give an idea for those who don't know, Chris Whitehead he recreated Sonic CD and the, all the classic Sonic games except for three, from my recollection, he hasn't done three yet at the time of this recording. He rebuilt them from the ground up and they played perfectly. <laughs> just just take that in mind. And he, now he's making he's he's been given permission. Him and his team have been given permission to recreate. Not recreate, but create their own game based on that engine that they used to recreate the old Sonic games. I would like to. I would like Sega to release their versions of the Sonic games for download. Well, they did. It was called Sonic GBA. Look what happened there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like I understand that you can get Sonic One on pretty much anything these days. Cause fuck it, it's, it's Sonic One. People will buy it. You know. But I want to like, I want to play a version of the game that was actually encoded by people who knew what the fuck they were doing mm-hmm. instead of the awful. I mean, I don't mind the one that they released on the um, Genesis collection back in two thousand nine, but it's just you know you look at that and you look at what what Chris Wright and his team are doing, it just looks like shit. <laughs> Yeah, you, you just look at it, you look at Chris Wright, you look at Sonic Mania, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> this looks good. Or better yet, Sega, can you just, I know that you don't give a shit about any of your old classics, but can we just, uh, you know, I know they released, you know, look at Atari. They went out of business and someone picked up the rights to, to their old games and re-released them on current gen, so why can't you do the same to your games? It, it's almost as if it's just like, yeah, you, you know Chris Whitehead over there, why don't you just tell him, okay, recreate all of old titles, but make them sequels in that style. Okay, good. I'd love to play an eight, a remastered version of Echo the Dolphin. That was pretty kick-ass. That was a pretty good game. Yeah. Street to Rage. Oh god, Streets of Rage is a nightmare. You want to talk about a, you, you want to talk about you want to talk about rights and and fucking drama behind the scenes of video games? Look no further than Streets of Rage. Yeah. It's like. We want to make a sequel to Streets of Rage, but we don't want to call it Streets of Rage, but the game is already finished, but we have our own ideas for Streets of Rage. Fuck it, call it something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, that's what happened with the PS1 game. You, you play oh, that God. you play that oh. game, it's it's Streets of Rage. I'm not I'm not kidding. It's Streets of fucking Rage. It was originally designed as a Streets of Rage game, but Sega was like, "Nah, you know, we want to make our own Streets of Rage game, so if you could not call it that, that would be nice. Good for you. So it's it's a nightmare. We'll we'll never see a sequel to we'll never see a legit sequel to Streets of Rage because Sega are a bunch of idiots. Mm-hmm. And with that said, we end. We sadly come to an end of our first episode in three months. And for that, I say thank you for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye bye.